0: Day 226. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. My name is Keith. I'm John. And this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to see through it and to see God, not to it to primarily look at it and see ourselves. All right. So, man, Joel. Joel. Yeah. So we're in the book of Joel and bro, like the prophets, the minor prophets are short, right? So they're super short and literally... They're going to like fly by. It's going to be like one day each. A day at a time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So it's super good. So Joel is there yeah, yeah, but
1: in one sense that's good as well too because I think there's so much that mm-hmm. they all have in common, Yeah, right? So, I mean, we're going to hear repeated phrases, you know, right. the day of the Lord, yeah. calls to repentance, judgment. And while there's so much that they have in common, yeah, each one is unique in its own right. It's and right, so yeah. as we fly over and get this 30,000 foot view, yeah. it's going to be... Yeah, like on the ground, mm. Iowa and Nebraska could look like the same place. But when you fly over, then you start to see, oh, those are cornfields. That, that's wheat. So right. that's, oh, that's what's going to take place here. You
0: been in the Midwest, bro? Iowa and Nebraska? Nah, I haven't. <laughs> that was the first one that came to mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dope. Yeah, absolutely. So like, I think I said this before, uh, the 12 Minor Prophets originally was one scroll, right? Mm-hmm. And they were called the Book of the Twelve. So to your point, John, uh, so many similarities, so much so that they were- Actually almost one book. So all right. Joel <clears throat> Prophet, we don't know a ton about him. Uh his name, Yoel, uh, means uh Yahweh is God. Um in Hebrew he talks about this day of the Lord, like you said, day right. of the Lord, day of the Lord. And um he doesn't, you know, indict Israel for any specific sin. Right. So he's not gonna say, Yah was idolatrous, right? But he assumes they know the scriptures, but so much so that he's gonna allude to so many texts. Isaiah, right, right, Ezekiel. Right, right. Uh, Exodus, Zephaniah, right. Just all these other texts. And he's like a compendium of all the prophets. Right. And so, uh, you know, he's going to do all this and only one response he wants.
1: Repentance. Repentance. That's it. <laughs> Repentance. Yep. I just
0: want y'all, if you can up my message, hey bro, repent. You yep. know what I mean? Yeah. so that's how he kind of comes at it. That's
1: it. And God goes to great lengths to get their attention too. Right. Yeah. So this book starts off with these, right. Plagues. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Locusts or something serious. You can fit 150 million Mm. locusts in one square kilometer, Mm. right? They can travel up to 90 miles per day, right? So uh, the Food and Agriculture Organization, they estimate that a swarm in one day Mm -hmm. can eat as much food as 35,000 people. Wow! And so the Book of Joel starts off and it's like, And that was this swarm. Mm. And then what this swarm left behind, Mm. the next swarm's taken. And what that swarm is left behind, the next one and the next one. And so it's very clear that this disaster Mm. on them has come from the hand of God. Mm. And God Mm. is Mm. essentially granting them this gift of desperation Mm. to get their attention to say, listen yeah absolutely bro i love that and once again the text of scripture is not
0: random right so we remember in the exodus the judgment against egypt one of the plagues was locusts, right so the crazy thing is it's not coming against egypt here it's coming against israel people of god right and you think about deuteronomy 28 again the prophets applied this deuteronomy 28 uh blessings and curses to the people of god in their redemptive historical situation and one of the curses he promised we're locusts. Right. And so, like you said, bro, God is displeased with his people, and it is never unclear right. <laughs> when God is displeased with his people. We don't know the sin, but we know that it was because of sin. One of the things I saw in sixteen, verse 16, he says, hasn't the food been cut off before our eyes? Joy and gladness from the house of our God. Basically, he's saying like, yo, we don't have these crops needed to eat properly because right. of the locusts, but we also don't have... The proper materials, the grain, right, and all those things from the field to perform our worship services yep. as we would, and we see that, yeah, even animals the text will talk about weren't nourished properly, right, because right. they didn't have you know the proper food to eat, and they couldn't perform the sacrifices like they oh, were no. supposed
1: to. Your steaks are feeling real rough. So, so right. you see what I'm saying? Like <laughs>
0: right. everything is just disintegrated. <laughs> yeah, and then he even talks about the joy and the gladness that yeah. they don't have. Yeah. And it's just like, yo, rebellion against the Lord is like fighting against our own joy, right. right? We think sin will make us happy, Yeah. but it is the very thing that robs us of it. Mm. And we never know how it's going to rob us of it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Not just rob us of our joy, but rob us of our hope, right? Yeah. The next verse, verse 17, the seed shriveled mm. in, uh, in their casing. So... Hope for future crops is mm. gone. Mm. The Their security is gone, right? Yeah, yeah. The storehouses are in ruins. The granaries are broken down. And so it's like, man, their food, their joy, mm. their hope to be able to prepare for the future, whatever they put their trust in, right? Their bank accounts have run dry, Everything. all of it. <laughs> and God is like doing all of this to get their attention mm-hmm. um yeah chapter it, two
0: yeah chapter two he's like and he kind of like goes into the future so he's like yo the day of the lord is coming he says their appearance is like that of horses they gallop like war horses they bound on tops of the mountains their sound is like a sound of chariots right all these things they're ready for war and joel is like Hey man, them boys gonna pull up, right? right? Them boys <laughs> gonna pull up. I'm just letting y'all know, I, I'm just doing my job, right? They're gonna pull up on y'all, and they got chariots, they got horse, they got the whole nine, bro. Like, you know, he's warning them, and um, yeah, we see once again, like, uh, when Yahweh is bringing his judgment on Israel, it's usually through enemies, and we talked about that with Babylon and right. Syria and all yeah. these other nations, and so. The prophets, they were just alarmists, right. right? They just set the alarm clock off and like, yo, <laughs> right. I'm trying to warn you of what's right. coming, right? And it wasn't like they were trying to always um, just tell the future, but more so warn the people of God. And he's like, yo, indeed the day of the Lord is terrible and dreadful. Who can endure it, right? Right. And it's like, yo, that's what's,
1: yeah. what's going to happen. And then there's a shift. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Verse 12, God's going to say this like, yeah even now, look, even now, I know everything looks like it's done. I know it looks desolate. I know you look and you feel like you've messed up your life beyond repair. But he's like, even now. And then he's going to say this, look, turn to me and repent with fasting, weeping and all this stuff. right? And so he's going to tell them that they should re repent, Mm -hmm. but in the same way, -hmm. That he didn't spend his time highlighting the specific sins. Mm -hmm. He's going to give very generic instructions on repentance, right? Mm -hmm. Fasting, weeping, and all that. But then he's going to spend his time Mm -hmm. on who they are to repent to. Amen. So he's not just going to highlight their sin as if repentance is just turning from your sin. But what he's saying is no. Repentance is turning to God. Mm. And let me tell you about this, God. Let me remind mm. you about this, God. Mm. He's gracious. He's compassionate. He's slow to anger. He's yeah. abounding in faithful love. Amen. And he relents from sending disaster. So what he does is he he plugs or he quotes Exodus 34. Exodus 34, yeah. Where he talks about the stuff that God does. hmm but he quotes the first half. Do you know mm. what he leaves off? Yep, yep. The fact that God will not leave the guilty oh, unpunished. Because one, they already know that. Yeah. But two, he's, he's trying to say, no, listen, you can turn to this God. Mm. and And I'm not going to spend my time on the what of your repentance mm. as much as I am who. Look at the great invitation that you have to come back to this guy. Oh, that's good, man. Yeah, the motivation for repentance
0: is the character and oh, the kindness mm. of God, just mm. like Romans 2. And then I love what he says right after that. He says, who knows? Who he, knows? He may turn and relent <laughs> and right. leave a blessing behind him, right? Like, so you can <laughs> offer grain and drink up. Like, he, he's saying, yo repent and you see what happens and one of the things about prophecy i this is so so important one of my professors said this and it literally changed the way i view prophets yeah prophecy is more about invoking and looking for a response than it merely is about predicting the future that's good right he wants the people to respond right. not so much that we're going to change god's mind but god wants a specific response in the situation we are in right oh, that's good and bro. joel is like yo repent repentance is the thing that god wants from you and then he's like yo he gives this promise of restoration right Right. he's like yo repentance and restoration go hand in
1: hand and that's good bro because we we know repentance and forgiveness go hand in hand right Mm -hmm. oh yeah god's gonna forgive us right but it's like what Joel's saying is no no listen With repentance, God wants to do more than just forgive. God wants to restore. Yeah, he wants to restore. He wants to restore. And he talks about,
0: yo, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. And the sons and daughters will prophesy. Old men will have dreams. Young men will see visions. I will even pour out my spirit on male and female servants in those days, right? This Joel 2 promise comes to fulfillment in Acts 2. When Peter gets up and preaches, the spirit falls on everybody. Jesus has raised and ascended. The spirit comes and God is restoring his people, yeah. right? God is restoring his people. Um, and we see that, man, like God's people have this major high responsibility. That's good. But they also have this major priority, right? God is going to send his spirit on his people to restore them. And he's, that's going to point to his restoration of the world, right? Yeah. And so God is so good. And then three, he just goes on and on and just about the good things God is going to do. He's going to judge the mm-hmm. nations. Day of the Lord. Means judgment on the nations too, right? The nations get it too. But it's also like, yo, like God is going to make everything right, right? He's going to roar from Zion, make his voice heard from Jerusalem. He's going to be a stronghold for, for Israel and his people, right? Judah will be inhabited forever. Jerusalem from generation to generation. He's going to pardon their blood guilt and the Lord will dwell in Zion. And so the end of this book just shows us like, yo, for the Christian, bro, the future is inconceivably right 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 and that's our hope and that's what we should live in light of. yeah yeah
1: jesus day. yeah yeah jesus did die to forgive us of our sin mm-hmm. but he raised yeah. to show that look the body that was broken by sin would be restored Amen. and one day he's going to come back and to restore Amen. the world yeah let's pray our father we are grateful that you are not just a god of forgiveness but you are a god of restoration would you remind us that restoration of all things is in our future help us to live in light of that hope today it's in jesus name we pray